Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. 32 years ago this week, Natural Lampoon's Christmas Vacation hit the theaters. Will this go down? Should it go down? Damon, Matt, as a top five all-time Christmas flick. Hey, it's, it's great. In fact, my family is such a big fan. One of my clients in the mail, literally like a week ago, I got this like Amazon package. It came in this big square box and I opened it up and it was a life-size Chevy Chase from a Christmas vacation, like stand-up pop-up guy. And yes, so it's sir. sitting in our game room. And he's there with all the Christmas lights on and with his hat on. It's it's pretty sweet. But at night, occasionally you walk by. Oh my gosh, who's, who's looking at me? So, but it's but it's it's again, we're we're a big fan. We were actually watching it the other night. Yeah, I think it's done such big things in like pop culture for movies. You could tell somebody, yeah, man, I I go all Clark Griswold on my house. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows exactly what you mean. You know, back when the movie came out in 1989, a movie ticket cost about five bucks. Today, the average cost of a standard movie ticket is about 12 bucks. But if you want to do the full Dolby HD 4K surround recliner seats serving you a glass of wine, looking at about 25 bucks. Chump change, right? Nothing. It's all about the experience. Uh, right? exactly. What we were talking about, it's like 25 bucks now to go see this movie. And we were talking earlier in the show about how inflation is just infecting us in day to day. And that's a prime example. And I know you guys almost get hammered from your clients about wanting to know about inflation. Well, the Federal Reserve says the latest numbers show that you know, standard prices rose over 6% in October, the largest increase in about 30 years. And I want you to hear this clip from Wharton professor Jeremy Siegel, who told CNBC, well, it's probably a lot worse than that. It's the way the Bureau of Labor Statistics collects those data, very lag. This is going to get into the data later on. But in the meantime, you know, Powell can say, you see, I'm right. It's temporary. The report way underestimates what inflation we're going to see down the line. Not to add insult to injury, Morningstar also saying the amount of savings that retirees can safely withdraw has decreased from 4 to 3.3%. So, Damon, Matt, tell me, what does that mean? And can our nest egg really hold up if this inflation trend continues? Well, one thing that Powell did just recently say is he's starting to talk about inflation not being transitory. So, again, initially they were saying, oh, this is just kind of a temporary deal that it's not going to be here very long and it should dive down to normal levels pretty quickly. They're now admitting that, look, it looks like it's going to be higher for quite a while. So what does that mean? Well, that means that, again, your money is not going to go as far, that things are costing more. And again, what they're also mentioning is that the data might be a little bit slow, that it actually costs could be much higher than they're being reported right now. And so what, what do we do? Well, the reason that a lot of the financial engines out there, whether it's Morningstar or um, Fidelity or any of these other companies will say that the withdrawal rate is going from four down to 3.3. In fact, I saw one from Morningstar saying 2.8. Is they're basically trying to tell people that you're living longer and so these retirement dollars are going to need to last longer and they're going to need to be able to produce and, and, under, and withstand the volatility that's expected over the coming you know, 10, 20, 30 years. So how do you manage through that? Well, number one, 
you, what you want to try to do is you want to try to maximize your income sources as you, as much as you possibly can, mm -hmm. because that's going to allow you to potentially draw from these other investments that you have at a lesser amount. So what do you do? Well, you got to look at opportunities to try to maximize social security benefits. You need to try to try to figure out how to claim your pension benefit and try to maximize that depending on what your options are there. If, if that's even an option for you. And then you have to look at how you take your investments and you say, okay, if I'm trying to produce income, are there better strategies out there to be able to produce more guaranteed growth, more income that I could use that could produce income throughout my life that I don't have to worry about that I'm going to run out of. And so there's lots of different ways that people are doing that. So I'll go through a couple of them. So Damon and I, what we try to do as fiduciaries is we try to look out and say, okay, what are the options that are out there? And usually what ends up happening in the financial world is there's people on the market side saying stocks and bonds will produce a higher rate of return. If you can control that risk, then you should be able to withdraw money and you're going to be okay. But as we just talked about the, the number, the dollars that people are saying that you can take out, the percentage that you can take out is getting lower and lower. And what that means is that stock and bond only strategy has some weaknesses where again, you're taking on risk and you might not be able to control that. And so you have to reduce how much you're spending. The other side of the equation, the other side of the paradigm is there's the insurance side that says, Hey, use life insurance or an annuity or something like that. Similar to the pension system that we use for, you know, many years in this country to be able to produce income. Mm -hmm. So an annuity, if you put money into something like that, it's going to produce a guaranteed income stream. Now, if you pick the right kind of annuity, if you pick one that still has a death benefit, that can be a pretty good trade-off where you can have, you know, good income coming in from that, that you can't outlive. But if you have money left over, you could still pass it on to your family. But usually those two sides kind of throw rocks at each other and they kind of say, well, our way is better. Um, ours gets better returns or ours gets better income or ours has more guarantees or ours is, ours is, you know, riskier, but it, it produces better, better growth opportunities. Well, there's probably truth right in the middle. And so when Damon and I sit down with someone, what we're trying to find with for them is what's going to fit. How do you build a financial plan that solves the age old question of how in the world do I replace my paycheck for the rest of my life so that I can retire and not have to worry about where I'm going to get my monthly paycheck the following month and the, the year after that and 10 and 20 and 30 years down the road. And that's why the team at Acute Wealth Advisors want to offer that complimentary Morningstar portfolio analysis, 480-680-6868. And I know, Damon, uh, you also had some thoughts on this. Just more of a summary and a reminder to, to all of us that basically what Matt is saying is something I think that we all inherently know. And as a fiduciary, you know, that's a big buzzword out there. What does that really mean? It means that Matt and I can straddle the line between Wall Street and insurance that in doing that straddling, we're able to look at our clients and say that our number one goal is to put your needs ahead of our own and to be able to look at things and be able to build a retirement that is not based off of one extreme or the other. Because, you know, whether we look at politics, you know, is it great to be on one the extreme left or extreme right? Usually when we sit down with somebody on the right or left and we sit down, we realize we're, we're really not that far apart. And when we can see that and we can see that the middle of the road and being able to look at all options and be not emotional, but be objective and be strategic, then that's when we build a good plan. 
And that's what we've always tried to do as fiduciaries is to build this plan that's going to look at everything out there and what innovations have come to create an answer to a need, right? How many people don't have pensions anymore? Well, the market has created an answer to that need. And sometimes that might be a good annuity. It might be a different strategy, but we're all going to need income and making sure that income works seamlessly with our taxes and works seamlessly with our social security and our investment strategy is key to make sure that you, since we are living a lot longer, that we're able to have that income in retirement that's gonna last as long as we do. And then whatever's left, it's gonna pass on to our children or our heirs or whoever, whatever charities we wanna do. But it, it just comes down to really knowing what we all already know is that you know, being strategic, not being an emotional, taking a middle of the road approach and looking at all our options is always going to give us a better plan. And that's what we're doing here at Acute Wealth Advisors. According to a new Texas investment survey, the average age which Americans expect to retire is right around 62. Now, boomers say they'll probably have to work until the age of 68. So, Damon, Matt, is that accurate? Or do you think some of us might be surprised at what our options really are as we approach a retirement age? You know, um, those two ages are, are are probably Social Security related. You know, most people know at 62 is when they can take their Social Security. And so they're thinking, oh, OK, that's when I want to retire. They also typically know the age 65 when they can get Medicare. Oftentimes they think they might confuse that with you know full retirement age but full retirement age for most people retiring right now is 67 um and so you know that's perhaps where those numbers are coming from but the age of when you want to retire when you know when we sit down with people and we ask them when do you want to retire usually nine out of ten times it's tomorrow right i want to retire yeah. tomorrow and then they laugh and say oh you know okay you know that'd be nice but i probably can't do that and, you know, one of the, the greatest things is to be able to, to take someone through the process that, that says, you know, I want to retire tomorrow, but I probably can't. And if they've done well and preparing and, and putting aside money in the 401k and things like that, once we're able to show them the good and the bad of where they sit and fix some of those bad problems, uh, lower fees, utilize and be more strategic and efficient in their portfolios and create an income, the greatest thing is to be able to sit down with someone and say, hey, you know what? You can retire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And to see the weight leave and then them be able to choose, right? Because when it becomes a choice about when you want to retire, then continuing to work doesn't feel like a burden anymore. When you know, you know what, if my boss takes me off tomorrow, I can I can walk. Or if I just stop feeling like I'm, I'm enjoying this anymore, I can walk. And, you know, it reminds me of one of my clients who's been our, in our practice for seven years. And originally when we set the plan, he was going to retire at 64 years old and they had done well. We created a plan that would work for that. And now he is 69 years old and he's still doing some consulting because he loves it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need the income, but he's continued to do it. And he did marry someone who's uh, about 10 years younger than him. And so she's been working. He's like, what am I going to do? Sit around, (laughs) twiddle my thumbs. Um, But he loves what he does. He's an engineer and he, he, you know, the questions I get, I always know they're, (laughs) they're very specific and and very detailed and, and that's the way his brain works, but he loves it. And the reason he's been able to continue to do that and enjoy it. And we've even had this conversation is he says, you know, it's awesome because I know I can retire at any time. Yeah. And we've called throughout the year three or four times. Okay. I think I want to retire at the end of this year. And so we create the plan. We, we tweak things, say, here's where we're going to take income. And then that new year comes, he goes, you know what? <laughs> I think I want to, I think I want to work some more. I'm, I'm doing this, but I'm going to cut back. And he has. And, and so that's a great place to be 
is being able to say, okay, if I want to retire at a certain time, to be able to, to do the planning ahead of time to make sure that when I get there, now I have the choice. I could retire right now or I might not want to, or maybe I want to retire even earlier than I thought. But how are you going to know if you have not created that plan? You haven't had those conversations. You know, I've met with a lot of people who come in and say, you know, yeah, we've we've talked about things. You know, I could take Social Security at, at 62 and then I'll ask them, you know, OK, what would be the pros and cons of that? And how would that work into your plan? And I get the blank stare. Well, I don't know. I just my advisor said I could take it then <laughs> if I wanted to. OK, what about the tax implications? Would that be a smart decision? What about, you know, could you maximize this, et cetera? And so those are the questions that we're asking um, to help people really look at it and say, all right, we've looked at everything. We know we're making good decisions and, and let's go. 480-680-6868. And have you had a client who says, I'm ready to retire and they quit the workforce, but then after a year or so, either they're bored or they want to get the blood flowing, or they jump back in for whatever reason. Does that happen? Well, that happens for sure. I think there's a, a lot of people, the trend has been that they work you know, part-time or in some sort of consulting role in the field that they were retiring full-time from. For, mm-hmm. for most people, it's not, I don't want to do anything and I just want to sit around or I want to travel, you know, every single day. It's man, I am sick of the, you know, 40 hour work week or the 50 hour work week. And so if they can find something that's the 20 or 30 hour work week, that's usually what a lot of clients will do if they have that opportunity is kind of transition into retirement. And what's sweet about that is let's say you did a part-time job and you made an extra, you know, 30 or 40 grand. That's literally the same amount of money that you would be drawing from a million dollar portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so a part time you know, income stream, something that's keeping you busy, gives you some flexibility to be able to travel and do some fun things, but generates, you know, 30 or 40 thousand dollars. You know, again, that's like having a million dollar nest egg producing income for you. And that's pretty nice that a lot of people use that for their for their travel fund for the first three or four or five years of part time retirement and get to go and do a lot of things. And it works great because, you know, hey, I'm putting in this, you know, this week I'm working so that I can play next week or I'm working these three or four days so that I can take this trip over the next two or three days. I mean, it's not too shabby going into work, knowing that, you know, you're going to be on a plane and headed to Hawaii the following week because of what you put in the effort you put in the week or two before. So that's what a lot of people are doing right now. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.